Welcome to Slow the Fuck Down Show. Time to take a break from your fast-paced life. I'm sensuality coach Casey Hall. And I'm trauma healer Elizabeth Menzel. Each episode, we choose a theme and explore different stories, skills, and songs to help slow you down and lift you up throughout the pandemic and beyond. On today's episode, Slow the Fuck Down with Understanding Masculine and Feminine Energy, Solo Edition. Get cozy, grab your favorite beverage, and soak in our soothing support. By the end of the episode, you'll walk away with practical skills that actually work. So masculine and feminine energy plays a big role in how we relate to ourselves and how we relate to others. Today's episode is focused on how it affects you. Next episode, we'll focus on how it affects your relationships. So if you're curious about how understanding masculine and feminine energy can make your life easier and more fun, we dedicate today's episode to you. I think the easiest way to understand masculine and feminine energy is through nature. Yeah, you know, like there's a carrot in the ground and it gets its nutrients from the soil and the rain. So it receives its nutrients through the roots. And then we pull the carrot out of the ground and we receive nutrients from the carrots. And then we poop. If we were living in a tribal culture, we would be pooping into the ground and we would put it, be putting nutrients back into the ground. So this interplay of giving, receiving, giving, receiving, that's really what masculine and feminine energy is all about. The most common understanding is that masculine energy is about men and feminine energy is about women. But that's actually not the case at all. We all have masculine and feminine energy inside of us. This is the dynamic energy that keeps us being and doing. Being is the feminine energy, doing is the masculine energy. If we have too much doing, we burn ourselves out. Y'all know about that. If we have too much being, we never get off the couch and we don't get anything done. The study of masculine and feminine energy is about really deeply understanding how these energies play out inside of us and how you can maximize the benefits of both because they both have their dark and their light side. That's what we're gonna look into. We're gonna go down a list and give you some examples of feminine and masculine energy. And Casey's gonna say the feminine energy, and I'm going to say it's masculine energy counterpart. So you can start really seeing how these two go together. Yin. Yang. Free-flowing. Structured. Moon. Sun. Dark. Light. Receiving. Giving. Left side of the body. Right side of the body. Receptive. Directive. Collaborative. Solo. Multitask. Singularly focused. Surrender. Assertive. Intuition. Knowledge. Unknown. Known. Abundant. Minimalist. Water and earth. Fire and metal. Slow. Fast. Soft. Hard. Ooh, this is getting good. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get into that more in our next episode of how it plays out in your romantic relationships. So be sure to tune into that one too. (laughs) So you're probably already familiar with the yin-yang symbol, and it's often known as the symbol of the balance of life. But you know, 
The study of masculine and feminine energies is less about balance and more about the interplay of these two energies. And on this episode, we're looking into how that affects your thoughts and your actions, what you do in your everyday life. So most of us were brought up in an inherently masculine, more rigid society that values structure and progress. And it tends to look down on the feminine aspects like vulnerability, expression, creativity, sensuality, intuition. For a lot of my life, I had a lot of masculine energy that kind of ran the show. Yeah, well, you were an athlete. Yes. So you were all about goals and achieving and going and doing. And there was a lot of really great parts of that. And since studying sensuality and becoming a sensuality coach and really slowing down and feeling more of the parts of myself that want to express with feminine energy, I'm noticing these changes in my life. Last month, I went to Sedona and there was all of these shops and my partner asked me which one I wanted to go to. And I immediately chose the art gallery. And then I stopped and I was like, what? Because five, 10 years ago, if you would have asked me what I wanted to do, going to an art gallery was the last thing on my list. There was nothing enjoyable about it. I thought it was a waste of time. And then here I am choosing to go to this art gallery and I walk in and I walk up to this one piece of art and it is the most stunningly beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And I actually started crying and the woman walked up. She started to explain the painting to me and I was just full of emotion and appreciation in a way that I've never experienced before. And I remember walking out of there and being like, wow, before I tapped in to the beauty of my own feminine energy, I was never able to see that. And so it's like embracing my feminine energy has opened up this whole world of experiencing things that I wasn't able to access before. Yeah, I definitely know how being a woman brought up in a mostly masculine culture and especially a patriarchal culture has definitely affected me. I was so unaware of how masculine and feminine energy was playing out inside of me. And if I had known, I could have saved myself a lot of pain because what I was doing to myself was really, really pushing myself too hard. I had four jobs. I had no days off. I was also going to school. And everything was about achievement, gathering knowledge. Well, achievement and gathering knowledge are great things, but I was doing it at the expense of my health and well-being. And I was studying health and well-being. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a total harmonic dissonance going on in my life. Had I known about living in your healthy feminine and masculine energy, I might still have been doing that much stuff. I was in my 20s. That's the time to do it. But I would have also been eating well, sleeping, exercising, giving myself downtime. I had no downtime in my life back then. And because I also had PTSD that was undiagnosed at that time, I was bouncing between anxiety and depression, anxiety and depression, and stuffing those feelings way down deep inside and just pushing myself to go forward, which was making me 
hard on the outside, where I naturally have a, a very kind and compassionate heart, but I was getting a little short-tempered and harsh. The healthy side of masculine energy is focused and going after what you want, but the unhealthy way that masculine energy shows up is being hard, cold, not caring about feelings right? So your relationships and your emotional world, your inner world, your feelings, that's the domain of the feminine. The outer world is the domain of the masculine. And during this time of the pandemic, when people have been shut inside their homes, the home is the domain of the feminine. Some people like me who have a lot of feminine energy and are really in touch with these dynamics, this time, while definitely has its hardships, it isn't a hardship for us to be primarily locked inside of our homes. But for you extroverts, it has been a challenge on top of an already challenging time to be locked into your home. Yeah. And I have a lot of friends who are extroverts who are really struggling for that reason. And I also have friends who are introverts who maybe haven't had an opportunity to explore their aspects of their feminine nature that have been very present during this time. And so I just want to honor and acknowledge that tapping into your feminine energy is beautiful and there's also the natural hesitation and a resistance to being vulnerable, to expressing yourself, to tapping into your creativity, to tapping into your sensuality. Heck, that's what I do for a living. <laughs> you know, tapping into your intuition, all of these areas that it's kind of, they've kind of been a little bit hidden. And it's like now they're right here and the opportunity is right here. And that can be really exciting or that can be a little scary. So, you know, Casey and I are queens of the inner world. It is our job to make looking inside of yourself and personal growth and wellness a much less scary thing to take on. And we both really emphasize the humorous and fun aspects of personal growth work. And playfulness and fun are feminine energy. So we really infuse our work. You know, even the word work, right? Like working on yourself can feel so heavy or, or oh, this relationship needs work, or I'm doing all this personal growth work. It can feel so heavy. And we really go about our work just the way, like the same way we go about our podcast with a light heart, with a lot of fun, with a lot of playfulness. And because your inner world is more hidden, it's on the inside. You don't see it as much. It can seem like a scarier place, but we shine a lot of light in there and make it so much less scarier and so much easier to explore. And you know, feminine energy is also kind of chaotic and unorganized, and it gets a bad rap for that too. <laughs> and a lot of people have felt during this time of COVID, kind of spacey, kind of out of it. They're kind of losing track of days and time. Yeah, one of the most commonly Googled questions in 2020 was, what day is it? <laughs> That's perfect. That's how I always felt when I was on tour with the Jesus Lizard. What day is it? I just, it was so easy to lose track. And I have not felt like that, even with all of my traveling. I have not felt like that since the 90s until the pandemic and I've been on lockdown. I'm like, what day? I'm like, what month is it? Yeah. Someone <laughs> talked about Valentine's Day and I was like, what? <laughs> 
right? There are the healthy and unhealthy sides of both masculine and feminine energy. So while feminine energy, it's awesome to just go with the flow, be kind of chaotic and spontaneous, do whatever comes up, feel your way through. When there's too much of that, you can feel lost, overwhelmed, swamped. And seeing as feminine energy is the domain of water, water represents emotion. When there's too much water, you can feel like you're drowning in your emotions. And that's where that depression feeling can come in too. When you're in a healthy place with your feminine energy, you can feel your emotions and drop down below into your needs and really take care of yourself and express yourself. I love how you just explained the healthy feminine energy and unhealthy feminine energy. And I'm curious, how do each of those feel inside your body? Like what sensations are there when you experience them? Well, in the past, when I really suffered from depression, my body felt like a really heavy, like all of my limbs weighed 500 pounds and I could hardly move. And my head felt foggy and it was hard to think straight and hard to think logically, right? And logic is the masculine. Intuition and emotion is the feminine. You can even see with that how logic is valued in our society because we live in a masculine patriarchal society and how intuition and emotion are seen as less important, but they work so beautifully together. So that's how I could tell the feeling of being in an unhealthy feminine energy, that that heavy, hard to move, uh, swamped, drowning feeling. <laughs> Heaviness in my heart. Like I remember that really acutely, this severe pain in my heart. And like there was a gorilla sitting on my chest. Like I really had to close my eyes and think about it because I don't feel that way anymore. But that's how I felt for a good 40 years of my life. Oh, well, I think a lot of listeners can relate to that. And again, regardless of your gender, if you're human, you can relate to that. That's where people really get hung up. I think with just calling it masculine and feminine energy screws people up because they just automatically think men, women. And I honestly think that if everyone understood that masculine and feminine are just energy flows and dynamics, they really got what it was about. I believe that the patriarchy and homophobia would dissolve. It would just end. Even the war of the sexes is at its core, at its essence, about masculine and feminine energy, not about men and women. Yes, I coach men and women, and I will say that 90% of what ends up coming up on our calls, regardless of the area of our sensuality or body image that we're focusing on, is healing wounds around vulnerability, expression, suppressed creativity, suppressed sensuality, suppressed sexuality, or stuck intuition. Right? So it's all this suppression of our feminine energy traits like I did to myself all those years when I was go, go, going. I am naturally like a sloth. <laughs> <laughs> I move in super slow motion. And I always have felt this innate slowness. But because I live in the same patriarchal society all y'all do, I was always pushing myself to go faster and faster. So I always felt 
outpaced. I always felt like there was really something seriously wrong with me. And, you know, we live in this era of instant gratification, and we have this culture that prizes efficiency over quality. And I remember feeling this constant internal pressure because I just wanted to slow the fuck down, but nothing around me said that that was okay. I mean, Casey, this is over 20 years ago when this pr internal pressure was kind of reaching its pinnacle. And I already hated myself enough, but this was just like another reason to hate myself more and to stab the knife into my own heart even more. And when I started learning about masculine and feminine energy and that feminine energy was about honoring your own pace, was about letting things happen in their own time instead of me having to force things to happen, about opening up and receiving instead of of going out and getting, right? Opening up and receiving being the feminine, going out and getting being the masculine. Neither are wrong. Both are awesome. So if you're just naturally a more feminine energy person, allowing things to come to you and going with the flow is your superpower. Mm, yes. I'm thinking of two women right now in my life that have just a lot more masculine energy and they just go out and get and conquer and do shit. And they're amazing. Like they just have naturally have more masculine energy. It's great too. But when you can see that they are both equally as good as each other, but which one do you either have a natural propensity for or just that's the mood you're in today? Like, oh, today is a more feminine energy day. Like the other day when I just <laughs> laid around on my couch and still got all my work done in between watching SNL videos on YouTube. And then there's other days like Casey's day today where she got up at 5.30 a.m. and just started fucking crushing it. Uh, for those of you who know me, you might have just had a heart attack. That That is true. I am happy that this is on record that I got up uh, purposefully without catching a flight at 5.30 in the morning and I got shit done and haven't taken a nap. And she just like woke up full of masculine energy. Yeah. And believe it or not, I have days like that too where I just fucking get up and can't stop crushing it. So <laughs> it's really about honoring both. Because God, when I can just relax and go with the flow, when that is sincerely the mode I'm in, it feels like heaven inside. That internal pressure is not even alive because I'm not fighting against my natural organic pace and nature. I'm going with it. So I don't have that heart pain anymore. I don't have that internal war going on anymore. I don't have that heavy, draggy feeling anymore because I'm honoring my feminine energy and just taking it easier and letting shit come to me. It's a, it's a much more fun way to live for me. Yeah. Before I started my own business, I had a job that I was working go, go, go 10 hours a day. And then I started my own business and all of a sudden I created my whole schedule. And so I've really gotten to dance with exploring my own feminine energy because I finally have had the time to do that and be like, okay, you know, I was conditioned to operate from a primarily masculine place my whole life. What would it look like if I brought feminine energy into this? How much does this want to naturally flow in and out? And one of the best things to come from that experience is 
permission to be my authentic self. And I didn't even know what that was until I slowed down and gave myself space to figure it out. And it's great because like Elizabeth said, I can get up and I can have days where I'm just in my masculine, I'm go, go, go. And then I can have days where I'm totally in my feminine and I don't judge myself. I'm not harsh on myself. I'm just like, okay, this is how I'm showing up. And just like energy is in a constant state of flow and it's always changing, just like in nature, it's always changing in us. So to be able to dance with it rather than trying to make it fit into some type of structure or mold, it just feels liberating. And I feel like I'm a more true version of myself. So, you know, I was trained in energy healing by Barbara Brennan. And Barbara Brennan was the first female physicist at NASA. She was an astrophysicist. And she taught us about the four main ways that energy flows. Push, pull, stop, and allow. And if you have been in my workshops, <laughs> you have done these fun energy exercises where we get to put our hands up against each other and feel how these energy flows work. And I've done it with hundreds of women now and everyone can feel it. And I do this to bring our innate awareness to the forefront. Because once you start tuning into at all times, you are either feeling a push a pull, a stop, or allow of what your energy is doing inside of you, how you're going through your actions in your day, how you're doing your job, how you're speaking even. So just like there's healthy and unhealthy feminine energy and healthy and unhealthy masculine energy, there's also healthy and unhealthy push, pull, stop, and allow. With a healthy push, maybe you're really excited. You know, have you ever called up your best friend and you just can't wait to share stuff with her? That's a healthy push energy. Or maybe an unhealthy push energy is more like when you're really trying to convince someone of something. We often think about the pushy used car salesman in this example. As a woman, I have had that experience. Have you, Casey? You know, it comes in any color. <laughs> Let me talk to my manager. Oh my God, fuck you. I said, I want the car to go forwards and backwards. That's what I want. I did not buy the car from him because he was pushy. I do not respond well to pushy. <laughs> and then a healthy pull energy, that's that healthy feminine receptive energy. That's when you're opening up your heart and receiving love. You're receiving help. You're receiving money. You're receiving gifts compliments. You're receiving compliments. Yes. And you're actually letting it in. Someone gives you a compliment. And you're not like, no, 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 no. Like I used to do. A healthy stop energy is setting boundaries, setting boundaries. You can still have an open heart and say, no, no, that's not going to happen. An unhealthy stop energy is a, uh-uh, ain't gonna happen, my way or the highway, where you're closed down, your energy field feels hard. You might feel hard in your body, hard in your neck, right? That stiff-necked pride is that stop energy flow. And then healthy allow energy. You're going with the flow. Things are coming to you with ease. You're giving with an open heart, that open energy flow. You know what you feel like when you're in the flow, slow down fan. The unhealthy allow comes with not taking any responsibility for where you're at, where you're just like a cork on the water. You're bouncing all over the place. You feel just kind of lost. That's an unhealthy allow. 
sometimes it's hard to tell. Now wait, which energy flow am I really in right now? So when I was getting married, I thought that I was in a healthy, allow energy flow. But actually, I was really in an unhealthy feminine energy flow. So let me tell you what went down. I thought that I was being surrendered and going with the flow, but actually I was being submissive where I was not speaking up for my own needs and preferences about my own wedding. Because I was having the wedding in Belgium, I let my husband-to-be, who was in Belgium, organize the entire wedding, every single thing about it. And my response was like, oh, no, no, it's okay, whatever you want. I never spoke up for myself about what I wanted and needed, except for the food, because at the time I was vegan and everything he ordered was meat and cheese. <laughs> but he made an ice cream wedding cake. Oh no! I could not even have a bite of my own wedding cake. And I just let it go because I was being easy and going with the flow, right? So that's how it can be sneaky, especially for really spiritual people who want to be really easy and compassionate. We got to just get real and we got to be honest about our needs because that unhealthy feminine energy can sneak up and bite you on the ass. And same with unhealthy masculine energy when you're just pushing too hard, trying to be perfect, which I know you've had a big journey with, Casey. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I am perfect. <laughs> you are perfect, honey. No. Yeah. A 100%. Uh, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Yeah. I remember the unhealthy masculine showing up as an athlete in regards to not having a stop button and just kept pushing and pushing and pushing myself. I was a fast runner, so I joined the track team. I was good at soccer, so I joined the travel team. I was good at travel soccer, so I had to join the cup team. I was good at cup soccer, so I had to join the Olympic development team. I was good at the Olympic development team, so I had to play soccer in college. And I remember feeling like it was just this unreachable goal that just kept going and going and going and going. And while I did gain a lot from that at the same time, I don't remember ever stopping and looking around being like, wow, what did I accomplish. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't take in or receive the positive part of the accomplishment or the feelings of healthy self-pride and achievement. Yeah, I remember getting second place in all around in my high school gymnastics team, which was a pretty big deal. In one of our uh, state tournaments, I remember being on the podium and as they were walking up to put my medal around me, I remember the disappointment that I wasn't first and I was already planning for what I was going to do next. And, and, it, and it was not even a from like a poor me mentality. It was just from a almost like this militant over masculine conditioning of like, if you're not first, you're last. If you're not 15 steps ahead, then you're behind. Mm, my heart breaks for that, Casey. That's one of the ways that the unhealthy masculinity can really creep in there. Yeah, so it's heartbreaking when our masculine and feminine energy are fighting with each other instead of celebrating each other, right? Like if you had gone through that same exact thing and had had your healthy feminine energy right there along with you, how different would that experience have been for you? I would have genuinely celebrated the shit out of it. Exactly. 
when trauma is present in your system, you automatically block what I call your receiving channels, your ability to let that good stuff in, right? And that's when your feminine energy isn't functioning well. So people might be doing, let's say, manifestation practices for making more money, but really what they need to do is manifestation practices around receiving more money. It's a very different energy frequency. So this stuff gets really nuanced and this is where I geek hard about masculine and feminine energy is when it starts to get to these really nuanced flows. I used to get really frustrated with prosperity practices because I was trying to do them in a masculine energy way, meaning, okay, I need more money, so I need to go out there and get more clients. And I honestly tried that for a few years and it just about broke me. And then when I let all of that go and I just let myself move and feel how much it lit me up to love and heal people, right? That was all about how good I felt and how great it felt as a matter of course, be able to pay my rent and all my bills and have what I needed. That's a feminine energy practice of prosperity. So I just started practicing feeling that way. Even that feeling sense, our feelings, our sensuality, our ability to feel is the feminine. And because I'm a naturally more feminine energy person, whew, everything got so much more relaxed inside myself and in my life. And then, oh, there came a new client. Oh, there came another new Oh my gosh, there's another one. Oh, now I have a full healing practice because I allowed myself to get out of masculine energy flow, which by the way, yielded me zero new clients and into feminine energy flow, which opened everything up and filled my healing practice. So again, it's not that masculine energy is right or wrong or feminine energy is right or wrong. It's learning how to feel and honor these flows and use both to your advantage. With as much as I've explored how masculine and feminine energy feels inside my body and shows up, I've noticed this like lethargic, lazy energy that's been there during the pandemic and I can't figure out what it is. The word laziness is a really harsh judgment that I wish was abolished from our vocabulary. What is behind laziness? I see a freeze response, a faint response. In trauma, it's the stress response. Everyone knows flight or fight, but they don't know that it's actually flight, fight, freeze, faint. So if the freeze and faint response are showing up, meaning it's harder for you to feel motivated and to go do things, it's because we're living through a really traumatic time. That makes a lot of sense. And the presence of fear is at a level that I've, I've never felt it before in my whole life. Exactly. We are under an actual real life or death threat and our nervous system responds to running late for work 
as a life or death threat. We have an actual, real life or death threat with the pandemic. In the last two weeks, I have personally been connected with four people that have lost their life to COVID. So if you are feeling, air quotes, lazy right now, what I really believe you are feeling is the fear and faint response to a truly life threatening situation going on all around us. So a good reframe is, it's not that I'm being lazy, it's that my system is chilling out to help me recover from the constant threat of COVID. Yeah, the healthy side of feminine energy is be, being, being as opposed to doing, doing is the masculine. So we can also look at this inward time as a time to learn how to be better. <laughs> I actually have some friends of mine who I never thought in a million years would be meditators, and they've been meditating every single day together for the last three weeks. And they're like, we just feel so much calmer, right? I mean, duh, I've been trying to tell them this for years. But hey, they just got it. So I think there's a real invitation right now with this pandemic to befriend our feminine energy in a whole new way. And instead of fighting this inward, slower time, reveling in it, seeing the advantages of slowing down. Because, hey, we know our fast-paced lives were definitely unsustainable. It was for me. And I think a lot of people are super fed up with moving too fast and running on a hamster wheel. And I do believe that right now people are more open to slowing down and they're seeing the value of it. Elizabeth and I combined have over 40 years of coaching thousands of people and never once have we helped them succeed by saying, you need to speed up and go as fast as possible. It has always required slowing the fuck down. I'm so glad that I honor my slow nature now. It was so funny, you know, it was easy for me to take it slow with other people, but it wasn't easy for me to take it slow within myself. So even when I was helping other people heal and really being all about pacing and slowing down, I wasn't giving that to myself. So with masculine and feminine energy, I find I have this tendency to want to figure out if I'm either in my masculine or in my feminine. Yeah, I think that's really common. And I think there's a common uh, misconception that you have to be all in masculine or you have to be all in feminine. And sometimes we are. Sometimes we do our tasks uh, in a totally masculine energy way where we're kicking ass and taking names and we're getting stuff done and um, we're super structured and we're focused on one thing at a time. Another times we are totally in our feminine energy. Like I think of my bestie Evelyn when she's cooking, she's a really great cook. And when I watch her often, she looks like a mermaid underwater. She's moving so gracefully. And the next thing just like magically appears in her hand that she needs and she puts it in the pot. She's totally in the flow. Abundance is happening. She's very goddessy. So she's super in her feminine energy at those times. 
times. And then there's other times where she's really in her masculine. They're rushing to work. The kids are rushing to school. And she's getting the egg in the pan and the egg on the plate and throwing the plate in front of the kid, right? Where she's just like getting it done and doing it. And in a way, the results are the same, right? She's still putting food on the table. But the way she goes about doing it can be very much in her feminine or very much in her masculine energy. Then there are other times, and I think that it's most of the time, the masculine and feminine energy flows are happening in a harmonic. And we're going through that push, pull, stop and allow. And we're going through that giving and receiving in a real nimble and dynamic way where we can have some of both at the same time happening within us. Like you and I recording our podcast, we have a structure we follow and that structure allows us to really flow and sometimes you're taking the lead on something and really going with it. You know, you're really focused and then you might get giggly, right? So you're in your masculine and then you think of something funny or a funny example and your feminine comes through and it's this dynamic where you're flowing between both. So both animating and really using your masculine and feminine energies, either one or the other, or as a harmonic and a dynamic energy flows that you're going between both, you can still get to the same place. It's just you'll feel differently on the way there. So I even think of the act of taking a shower. If I go to take a shower and I'm primarily doing it from a masculine standpoint, it's going to be very like structured. Get in there, put in the shampoo, shave my legs, put the conditioner on, right? And if I go in there with more of the feminine energy, it's going to be like, hmm, the shampoo smells amazing. And ooh, I could give myself a head massage. It's the how and they're neither one is right or wrong. And I can, of course, kind of oscillate back and forth. But there's something about the way that you just explained it there that kind of gives this like playful freedom to it. Absolutely. And one of the most important things about it is being conscious of how the energy is moving inside of you. And is it moving in a healthy way, a way that's pleasurable? Both masculine and feminine energy are pleasurable. They're energy flows that feel good. Or are you using too much of one, too much of another, like we were talking about earlier, where you're either pushing yourself too hard or you're getting swamped and not wanting to move. So it's really about expanding your conscious awareness, your ability to feel how the energy is moving within you. And does it feel good? You know, we've got this very short one precious life. And I sincerely believe that we get to feel as good as possible living it. Crazy shit is always going to come up in our lives that we can't control. We're living through a really crazy time right now. And how we respond to it, how we feel in it, that's where we can take some of our power back, right? We might be powerless to change what's going on outside of us, but we are very powerful in how we can respond to that. How can we make the best of a tough situation? How can we approach it with more love, the feminine, more clarity, the masculine, more of our fullness, more of all of who we are? It's so easy to get thrown off by tough times and rough situations, but cultivating the skill and ability to come back into your power requires you to be able to discern how the energy is moving inside of you. Most people can just go through life so numb, so unaware that they have as much power as they do. So 
one of the things that helped me get strongly back rooted in my power was the awareness of masculine and feminine energy flows. And that's why I geek out so hard about it and get really passionate about it and love sharing it with people because it's always there. It's always happening inside of you. I like that you bring the self-awareness piece too, because it's like, who doesn't like learning more about themselves? It's like, how am I approaching this right now? Am I approaching it with more of a masculine essence? Is it more of a feminine essence? Is it healthy? Is it unhealthy? Um, and just really playing with that as a way to build self-awareness is pretty fun. Yeah. And, you know, I work with primarily women. And a lot of them, like I used to do, denied the value of their feminine energy. They're overdoing, they're over pushing. And I say, listen, we don't want to get rid of your masculine energy. We want to build your capacity to use your feminine energy so it's as high as your masculine energy. And then you can choose how you do things. You can choose, you can notice like, oh, push myself a little too hard or up. Oh, I'm a little too cocooned. I'm holding myself back a little too much here. And you don't go at it with shame. You don't make yourself wrong. You just are like, oh, I need a little bit more feminine energy here. I need a little bit more masculine energy here. I need, it's like the the knobs on a radio. Like I need to turn up the volume a little bit more on my feminine and, and care for my body and nurture myself and take it a little easier today. Or yeah, today I need to really light a fire under my ass. <laughs> Get shit done. That's the whole point of understanding energy, understand the ways that it's serving us and the ways that it's not serving us. And the better that we understand it and work with it, the better that we understand ourselves. Yeah. So your masculine and your feminine energy both have fantastic superpowers. And I think I could talk about masculine and feminine energy every day for the next six months and never shut up. So there's always so much more to learn and discover with this. And so we're going to get into our slowdown skills and we're going to give you some specific skills today that are really going to help you to feel these energy flows inside of you so that you can honor your organic natural pace and use your masculine and your feminine energy in really healthy ways in your life. Hey, Slowdown fans, if you would like to release the strain and pressure and tension of daily life and receive relaxation and pleasure, then you definitely want to be at our virtual non-linear movement method classes. And you know, we move linearly in a masculine energy way every day. The non-linear movement method gives you a chance to unhook the habitual ways you move and drop down deeper into the senses of your body and let yourself let go. This method is what's helped me release 39 years of chronic pain and tension and boost my libido. It's been such a great method to help me reclaim my feminine energy and keep my healthy masculine structure in place too. So I invite you to our virtual nonlinear movement method classes. Just go to thehappywomanacademy.com slash NLMM class. See you soon. Hi, Slowdown fam. It's me, Mother Nature. Remember, I'm here to model how masculine and feminine energy is constantly present and shifting in your world and mine. The beautiful flowing rivers that run through me represent feminine energy. 
They are held by the secure, masculine energy of the riverbeds. I delight in receiving the rain from my sisters, the clouds, and giving that water to my plants and my furry friends. I love watching the different parts of me give and receive nourishment and sustain life on Earth. Thank you so much, Mother Nature. And now for our slowdown skills. For our first slowdown skill, I'm going to invite you to just start noticing in your everyday life how you use push energy. Push energy. So see how that feels in your body and notice when maybe you're pushing yourself a little bit too hard to go a little bit too fast or maybe do a little bit too much. It's easiest to become aware of something when we just focus on one thing at a time. So over the next couple of weeks, just bring your attention to your push energy and let us know how it goes on our Facebook page, Slow the F Down Show. So the second slowdown skill is called the switch ritual. And this one is important even if you're not working from home, but especially if you are working from home. So this is my switch ritual. You get to make up your own. What I do is after I finish working in my masculine energy, I take three deep breaths and I change into something comfortable. I make myself a cup of herbal tea and I'll allow myself to just soften into feminine energy, which feels relaxing. An example of how we switch from feminine to masculine energy is in my morning routine. So my morning routine is slow and sensual, and it takes me a while to kind of get going. And when I'm ready to switch from that feminine slow mode into work mode, I will do the same thing. I will take three breaths. I will change into my work clothes, and then I will have a cup of tea normally with caffeine. And what this ritual does is it signifies to my body with these actions that I'm switching from a feminine energy space to a masculine energy space or a masculine energy space to a feminine energy space. And this is important so that you can get ready for your workday and leave your workday behind. So we know how deep the exploration of masculine and feminine energy really is, and that it can be hard to do on your own. And Casey and I are here to help you. So go ahead and set up a free consultation with each of us at slowthefdownshow.com. It's time for our slowdown playlist. Elizabeth, what's your favorite slowdown song? Well, my slowdown song this episode is to really celebrate the feminine energy in all of us. So I picked the song Wild Thing by the Trogs. And you know, it's not totally slow, but it's not a fast song either. It has its slow and its faster parts because it's wild, but I feel like it celebrates the wildness of the divine feminine energy that's inside all of us. Casey, what's your slowdown song this episode? So I chose May You Open by Yaima. This is one of those songs that it actually starts off very much so in the feminine and then it kind of builds into the masculine. And so it's kind of a cool representation of both of those energies. Sweet. Our slowdown fan, Jeff Mueller, offered his slowdown song of The Altar by Y Oak. 
And Y-Oak is an indie rock duo made up of one man and one woman. It's a beautiful masculine feminine energy creation, and it's a really cool song. And they're from nearby, from Baltimore, Maryland. Elizabeth, what was your favorite part of today's show? I think my favorite part was talking about the downfall of the patriarchy and the end of homophobia will happen once we all truly understand masculine and feminine energy isn't about men and women and that sexuality is on a spectrum. Cheers to that. Casey, what was your favorite part of today's show? I really liked the part where we talked about how masculine and feminine energy exists in all humans, but the reflection of coaching both men and women and seeing that the majority of the time what ends up coming up on the calls that we have to focus on or what's blocking people from having what they truly want is the suppressed aspects of the feminine, the vulnerability, the expression, the creativity, the sensuality. And that to me was just really confirming and unifying. Fuck yeah, Casey. On our next episode, Slow the Fuck Down with Understanding Masculine and Feminine Energy, Couples Edition. Thank you for listening and enjoy your slowdown. If you love our show, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. You have no idea how much this helps us. Remember, Elizabeth and I offer one-on-one -on -one sessions. Go to slowthefdownshow.com and schedule your free consultation.